Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, loved ones. Good morning, family. It's a good morning, day. Amen. 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 Good morning. Good morning. Great morning. Who's on the line this morning? Hey, hey good hey. morning. Top of the morning. Happy Friday. Yes. Thank you, Jesus, for being on the wake up list. One more time again. Good morning, Declare Victory family. Everybody have a blessed day. Amen, amen, amen. Good morning, good morning, great morning, God morning. Thank good God. morning, it's sunshine. Good morning, sunshine. Good morning, good morning, great morning, God morning. Who else is on the line with us at this time? Good morning, it's grateful, Deborah Evans. All right, good morning, Miss Grateful. Miss Grateful. Thank you, we're grateful to have your presence. Good morning, great morning. Who's on the line? Good morning, Ms. Carla. Good morning, Ms. Carla. Good morning. Great morning. God morning. Who else is maybe online this time? Good morning. It's Brother Michael. Happy Friday. Good morning, Brother Michael. Welcome, Brother. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. First man on the road. Thank you. Praise God. Who else is on the line at this time? Leonia. All right. Praise God, Miss Leonia. 
Thank you. Thank you for your presence. Good morning. Good morning, Ms. Priscilla. Good morning, Ms. Priscilla. Thank you for your presence. Good morning. Great morning. Have a wonderful, blessed day. Good morning. Great morning. Who else is on the line at this time? Good morning, Al. Good morning, Priscilla. Good morning, Declare Victory is Rochelle, for this is the day that the Lord has made. We shall, we will, we dare not rejoice in his name. Happy Favor Friday. <laughs> hey, Rochelle. All right, Miss Rochelle. Praise God. It's a new day. So glad I made it. So glad everyone that's on the line has made it. Hey, Scott. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to shift our gears this morning. All right. Okay, at this time, we're going to get started. And I'd just like to ask you, before we get started, to look at your phones. Please mute your phones at this time so we can proceed and respect the call. At this time, look at your phone. Make sure your phone's on mute. All right. Praise God. Hello, my name is Al. I am your host. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 8 a.m. Central Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Time, to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Thanks for joining us the month of August, where the theme is focus. Each declare will discuss how their focus should align with God's plan in order to execute the work he has planned. Make sure you invite a friend so they can be blessed too. Amen. Make sure, again, make sure you invite a friend so they can be blessed too. You don't want to leave no one out. Praise God. There is one announcement today. <clears throat> Join us this evening at 6 Pacific, 8 Central Time, 9 Eastern Time for Friday Night Live. Sister D.D. Felder will share with us on the subject, Restored. That's right, Restored. You are sure to be blessed. Our prayer request submitted from our app this morning, uh, JC, she's requesting for prayer for her smoky healing recovery from a stroke. Um, also, we have Gigi Carew. Uh, praying for surgery recovery for her mother, healing for her arm, having rotator cuff repair. And also we have resilient Rosanna, who's praying um, for her family. They lost their the matriarch, the mother. Pray for the living up the Clark family this morning. <clears throat> All right. The order of this call is prayer and corporate praise and will be brought by Brother Marcus. The declaration will be brought by Brother Darrell. Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the declarer. Once again, that is our order. We'll be going as prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Brother Marcus. Then the declaration will be brought by Brother Darrell. And then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the declarer. Our scripture of the day comes from 2 Corinthians 10, verses 4 through 5. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. 
On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. May the Lord add a rich blessing to the reading and hearing and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask you put your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. At this time, I now pass the call to our prayer warrior. Have a blessed and wonderful day, everyone. Our Father and our God, we just want to start this prayer time by saying thank you. Thank you for waking us up this morning. Thank you for giving us life, health, and strength. Thank you, God, for everything that you've given us this morning. Thank you for protection from harm. Thank you, God, from, for looking over us and putting us in our right mind waking us up with the faculties that we do have, God, the activity of our limbs. We thank you. We thank you for our loved ones. We thank you, God, for keeping us through the night and waking us up with the mind to want to pray and want to seek your face and want to um, hear from you today. God, we come to you to ask that you forgive us from sins that we may have committed wrong, uh, sins we may have committed um, known and unknown. We want to give you our best. We want to be our best. We want to live for you. And so, Lord, we pray that you'd help us to be that light that you desire us to be, be that those people that you have created us to be and that you intend us to be. Help us to follow your word. Help us to follow your spirit and be guided by your spirit. Thank you for your Holy Spirit. Thank you, oh God. Help us to remember to listen to that voice and to keep the word ever before us to remember the scriptures that we have read and the scriptures that we know and to do our best to live by them, to correct the mistakes that we make, God, so that we can be better than we were yesterday. We thank you for uh, your word. We thank you for your voice. We thank you for your spirit now. Lord, you know all the prayer requests that have gone up, God, even those uh, that have been spoken and those that have not been spoken. And so, Lord, we lift up uh, the Clark family now, God. You know what's needed. You know the desires. You know what uh, everything about them, God. I pray that you'll comfort them, bring them healing, and bring them uh, peace in the midst of everything that is happening with their family right now. I pray, God, for healing for the rotator cuff. Uh, uh, we pray just for uh, those who are traveling, oh God. God, you give them traveling grace right now. Protect them from everything that would hinder them or stop them or any hurt, harm, and danger right now. God, just pray that you protect them on the road, at sea, and 
in the air, God, that you keep them safe, help them to make it safely to their destination and returning back. Pray a special prayer over the families in Maui, God, those that are affected by the fires, that you would comfort those who have lost loved ones there. And I pray, God, that you would bless those who have made it out and help them to continue to prosper, even though they may have lost their homes or or lost some possessions. Pray, God, that you would bless them now. God, give them peace, God, even while in this turmoil. God, I pray that you would calm and and bring to and bring to a stop the fires right now, God. That you would uh, bless the people there in Maui. God, that we would slow down the numbers of those who have are losing their lives. God, they're expecting the numbers to rise, and so Lord, I know you are able to protect uh, any more lives from being lost. And so, Lord, I pray, God, whatever direction it goes, and I pray that you would bring peace and bring comfort and bring solutions and bring uh, direction on how to rebuild and how to reconnect and how to bring success in that in that town, God, in that state. God, bless them now. And even those who may be affected who are not in Maui, who are not far from Maui, uh, we pray to bless them even now in the name of Jesus. And those who are, who are in the States and in other places who have family members that live there, who have property there, who may have any other possessions or anything else that is there, I pray that you would comfort them now, give them peace in the midst of this trying time. And we thank you for it in the name of Jesus. Lord, Send up a special prayer for all of those who who are being affected by the Alabama situation, Lord. I know that there are many jokes and many um, memes and all kinds of uh, funny things that are going around God, but there are, there are uh, serious uh, things that are happening in connection with that. I pray, God, that you would bless uh, all the families and those that are affected. I pray, God that you would bring peace right now in the name of Jesus. God, that you would bring joy, God. God, that you would um, that you would heal any racial tensions now. God, that you would uh, bring together a solution, God. Uh, Lord, that you would just just begin to bring comfort and healing and, and, and blessings out of all of it right now in the name of Jesus, God, our country. Uh, is in turmoil over racial divide. I pray, God, that you would heal it now. God, that you would bring people together um, to 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 solve those issues, and we thank you for it. We know that you're able to do it, and help us to be components of that. Help us to be advocates of bringing um, a, to a close the racial divide that is in our in our world and in the United States of America. I pray, God. Uh, that you would just help us, God, to be advocates of peace and advocates of uniting, unity, God. Lord, that you would bless us to 
come together and to be better than we were before. We thank you for it now. I pray, God, for all of those who are Christians or who believe in you and trust in you, God, that we be better than we were before, God, that we are able to not judge people because they are not Christians, but, God, that we're able to draw them in with love and kindness. God, we're able to remember that, God, that we are also sinners saved by grace and to have some grace for those who are not. Have some grace for those who are not living um, perfectly, God, and, and to remember that we are, you know, we are, you know, not perfect as well, but we're we're right uh, at the brink of, of the possibility of not living the way you have us to be. God, we make mistakes as well. And help us to remember that. Help us to, to give grace and to remember that we need grace. And we thank you for it. And we bless you for it. God, we, we rebuke the spirit of judgment, judgment. And we rebuke the spirit of um, just being evil and not being Christ-like. I pray, God, that you would help us to continue to do that now. We thank you, Lord, for uh, this time and this prayer call. We thank you, God, in advance for the declarer who is coming, God, who has prepared the word to speak to us today. I pray, God, that you would let your Holy Spirit um, overtake them, God, and speak through them today. God, in the name of Jesus, God, that they will bless your people. God, that the recording that gets recorded today, that it will bless folks for generations to come. And we thank you for it and we believe you for it. Lord, we have lifted up these prayers, God, and we know that there is more to be prayed for. Lord, those people who have prayers right now in their mind, I pray, God, that you would bless them. God, that you would answer those prayers. God, that you would hear those prayers and that you would honor those prayers. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Now, Lord, as we take our phones off mute, we lift up our voices, we lift up our 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 thoughts and we give you praise. We lift up our voices and we give you worship. We take our phones off mute and we praise you. We honor you. We glorify you. We glorify you, God. Father, we thank you right now. Lord, we glorify you. We thank you right now. We glorify you, Father. We glorify you, Father. We thank you, God. 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 Thank you for your peace. 
I am what's considered, and I am unapologetically an enthusiastic Atlanta Falcons football team fan. You see, I don't, I don't say that casually. I, I maybe I know it's Men's Day, and some of the men may be snickering, kind of smiling a little bit, but. But, yeah, I'm proud to say I am a real fan of the Atlanta Falcons football team. You see, I go all the way back to Deion Sanders, Michael Vick, Claude Humphreys, Jesse Tuggle. We can talk about Jamal Anderson, the original Dirty Bird, to Julio Jones, Ray Jarrett, Billy White Shoes Johnson. I'm what's considered one of the few real Atlanta Falcons fans. But, therefore, you can only imagine I'm still in grief recovery where I experienced a high degree of hope, a high degree of heartache, and a high degree of heartbreak every year, but particularly in 2017 when we lost the Super Bowl to the New England Patriots in Houston, Texas. I actually was there by the ticket and could not believe what happened before my eyes. Now, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to say this with no ill will towards the New England Patriots nation or the Patriots fans. But I believe in my heart we should have won that game. The reason I say this is that we Atlanta had a double-digit lead going into the midway point of the third quarter, and the score was 28-3. to We really should have won that game. But for some reason in the last quarter and a half of the game, New England outscored us 25-0 to zero to send the game to overtime to have the biggest comeback in Super Bowl history to win the game at 34-28. to 28. As a matter of fact, I met one of the players on that particular team during that game, and he showed me their Super Bowl ring, and it actually was shaped in 28-3 as the amount of diamonds that were in the actual ring itself. So all you can know on this morning, Brother Marcus, I need prayer. But as I reflected on this loss, I began to think to myself that, God, something good got to come out of this. I mean, we, we don't get here often. It's not as if we're here every five years. And when we're here and when we're up by that big of amount, we should have won that game. But then as I begin to think about that whole situation, I felt like this was the foundation of a message as we're talking about focus because I asked myself the question, how in the world did we lose that game? So as I began to reflect and I thought about that last quarter and a half of that game, I noticed, I noticed that we had the same coach. We didn't lose him. We didn't lose any players. There was nobody who was absolutely injured. Our players were phenomenal all through the year. We didn't lose them. We were playing on the same field in the first half that we were playing in the second half. Nothing had changed there. But I believe that we lost the game because we lost something else. I want you to understand on this morning that sometimes you and I, we can lose in one area all because we may be losing in another area. So I believe the reason on this morning we lost the biggest game of the year during our Falcons tenure is because we lost our focus. You see, I believe 
We lost focus when it got tense in the game, when they started seeing momentum swing on the other side of the field. I believe we lost focus when it got tight, when it begins to now shrink from a double-digit lead to a single-digit lead, and I believe we lost focus when it became crunch time. So realize on this morning that it's much more difficult, watch this, to execute under pressure than it is to execute in seasons and circumstances where everything is cool, where everything is calm, and where everything is copacetic. And because of the pressure, the magnitude of the moment, we lost focus and we lost the Super Bowl. Now, here's a principle I want to share with each and every last one of us on this, on this morning. And the principle is this. There are places where we are losing where we could be winning. Can I say that one more time? There are places where we are losing where we could be winning, not because we don't have the talent, not because we don't have the skill or the skill set, not because we don't have the acumen or the ability, but there are places where we are losing where we could be winning all because we don't have the focus. And the enemy understands this because the enemy is a thief who comes to steal who comes to kill, and who comes to destroy. And what he does, he strategically strategizes ways to rob us of the life that God has already intended for us to live by robbing us of our focus. So declare victory. How do you progress when you are focused? How do you advance? when you are focused? And, and what do you produce when you are focused? Because realize it or not, your talent is at the mercy of your focus. Your skills and your skill sets are at the mercy of your focus. Even your anointing is at the mercy of your focus. So how do you progress when you are focused. This brings me to the Gospel of Matthew, is where we will find a powerful picture of the point that I'm trying to share on this morning, because in this particular passage, it exposes us to an incident into the lives of two people that we're very familiar with, and that is in the lives of Peter and the life of Jesus, because they were two men who were what we considered to be water walkers. But there was a difference between the two, because realize one of them walked on water long-term, who was Jesus, and the other one walked on water short-term, who was Peter. Let me say that again. One of them walked on water long-term, which was Jesus. We know the story. The other one walked on water short-term, who was Peter. But what was the difference between the one who walked on water long-term and the one who walked on water short-term? I want you to watch this. Because the difference was not the water, because both of them was on the same water. The difference was not their legs, because both of them had two legs. 
So what was the difference that caused one of them to be a long-term water walker and the other to be short-term? The difference, my brothers and sisters, was their focus. Matthew 14, 14 chapter, verse number 22 through 27. The Gospel of Matthew, the 14th chapter, verse number 22 through 27. The Word of God reads, immediately Jesus made the disciples to get into the boat and go ahead of him to the other side while he dismissed the crowd. Verse 23, after he had dismissed them, he went up on a mountainside by himself to pray. Late that night, he was there alone. And the boat was already a considerable distance from the land, buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it. Verse 25, shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them walking on the lake. And when the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and they cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, take courage, it is I. Don't be afraid. Now, when you read the story, you will see these words because the Bible says that Peter, watch this, he's on the boat in the middle of the sea with the other disciples and that the disciples had rolled their, rolled their way into the middle of that particular lake. They had sailed their way out to that point of sea. And now here comes Jesus stepping to exactly the situation in which they sailed to. You see, Jesus is walking to what they extended energy to row to. And the disciples, as they were rowing, extending energy, they're sweating, they're afraid. But Jesus, here he comes on the scene. He's stepping sweatlessly in the midst of the storm on top of the water. It's because Jesus, he stepped on the sea, the sea of the lake in the midst of the storm, all because he spent some time in prayer. You see, prayer is what helps you step sweatlessly in spaces where people are rowing rigorously because they are depending on their own willpower versus seeking God in prayer. Understand, when you are depending on God's power, God's anointing, God's strength versus exercising energy, sweating, frustrated, afraid, realize when you're depending on God's power, he's stepping into your life and allowing you to step into your situation sweatlessly. Now, watch this. Let's look at Matthew 14, 28 through 29. The word of God says, Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on water. Verse 29, Jesus says, come, he said. Now, Peter is in the boat. I want you to understand that while Peter is in the boat, even though the storm is raging and they're roaring rigorously, Peter is in the boat. He's content with being in the boat, and he's not even complaining in the boat. But something amazing happens when they see Jesus coming, walking on top of the water in the midst of the storm and the wind and the rain as they're afraid and not knowing who it was. 
But now something snaps in Peter. It awakens in Peter because now Peter is getting exposed to somebody who is now walking on water. And understand that this exposure, what it does, is that it creates an appetite within Peter to do something that he didn't even know was possible until he saw it. Now, I got to pause there on this morning. I need to ask a question to each and every last one of us on this line. And the question that I want to ask on this morning is declare victory. How are you managing your exposure? How are you managing your exposure? And why is God allowing you to see things that he's allowing you to see? Why is he allowing you in rooms that other people are not allowed to go in? Why is God allowing you to see things that he's allowing you to see? And how are you managing what God sends to awaken you out of your apathy, out of your still state to make you pursue not what he has for the other person, but to make you to pursue what God has for you? You see, the enemy wants to use your exposure to what is happening in the life of other people to intimidate you. But God wants to use your exposure to what's happening in the life of other people, watch this, to inspire you. And God is like, I want you to see that, Brother Marcus. I want you to See that, Brother Al. I want you to see that, declare victory, because some of the stuff I let you see is because I want you to see what is possible if you trust in me. So the question we all have to ask ourselves on this morning is, is, is how, how am I stewarding my exposure? It's because jealousy, I'm going to let that sit there right for a minute. I'm going to let it sit for a minute. Jealousy. All jealousy is is the mismanagement of exposure. You see, the object of the emotion called jealousy is is focused on another another person. And its focus is that I don't want that other person to have that. The difference between jealousy, which is driven by satanic jealousy, and godly inspiration is that the object of godly inspiration is focused on yourself. And it's not focused on that I don't want another person, I don't want you to not have it, but now what I see and what God has done for you that it has inspired me to somehow pursue what I believe God wants to do for me. You see, I don't want what God has for you. But seeing you walking in what God has for you has made me want to walk in what God has for me. And I believe on this morning that Peter would have never asked to walk on water 
Mind you, in the midst of a song, if he never saw Jesus do it first. So understand that God will, he will send some things across your faith, send some things across your life and seasons, and it won't even bother you because you'll see it and it won't awaken anything in you. But then there are seasons when you will see somebody who is walking on water and that thing will stimulate something inside of you. And that might be the indication that God is using this particular situation to awaken you out of your apathy to let you know that you, my brother, my sister, you were never built for this boat. And it's time for you to get out of the boat and to walk on water. Because you and I, we were not built for this boat. So since we were not built for this boat, I'm out of here. I don't care who stays in the boat. I'm out of here. I don't care who tries to pull me back into the boat. I need for you to know that I am out of here because I'm sick of this boat. I'm sick and tired of this boat. I'm suffering in this boat. I'm settling in this boat. And I don't know about you, but my brother, my sister, I am getting ready to get out of this boat because the boat represents normal, ordinary social norms that I have just grown to accept in my life. But I am willing to step into something that my eyes haven't seen, my ears haven't heard, and my heart have not even conceived. And guess what? Because of this, because of this exposure, I don't want what God has for you. I want what God has for me. And if he did it for you, he could do it for me. So I'm getting ready to get out of this boat. So my question again to you, Declare Victory, how are you managing your exposure? There's a there's a very well-known American philosopher by the name of Dallas Willard, and he begins to define this management of exposure and the way we should properly manage it. And the way that Dallas Willard began to say is he said that we should manage exposure by admire without desire. We should manage exposure in admire without desire. You see, I admire, Dion, what God is doing for you, but I desire what God wants to do for me in my life. And I trust, declare victory, and I'm sure you do as well, that I don't need your blessing to make me happy. I trust that I don't need your stage to make me happy. I trust that when God walks me into what he has got for me, reserved for me, has already assigned for me, that whatever that is, it will be enough for me. So I admire what you're doing without desire, but my brother and sister, I trust that when God walks me into what he has for me, that it will be enough for me. So Peter says, Lord, 
if it's you, tell me to come. Now, this this is important, and, and, and I want to make sure I lift this up because, yes, I, I, it's time to get out of the boat. Yes, it's time for us to walk into the exposure that if God did it for somebody else, he could do it for me. Yeah, yeah, this is a, it's important to make sure we keep that mindset. But I also want you to see something that Peter didn't do. Now, Peter didn't see Jesus. He, he didn't see Jesus walk on water. And then Peter just jumped out on the water himself. You see, Peter didn't try to walk out a word that God didn't specifically give to him. You see, oh, my God, there are people who, when they get exposed to some things and they see somebody else doing it and they think, well, if they can do it, I can do it. There are people who will jump out of a boat all because they see somebody else walking on water. But God is like, I told them to walk on water, but I didn't tell you to walk on water. I told them to quit the job and start a business, but I didn't tell you to quit your job, start a business, walk in ministry full time. I told you to do what you do at night so you can still pay the mortgage and you can still pay the rent because guess what? I told them to do it, but I didn't tell you to do it because you are not wired that way. You don't function well under pressure. And they, my brothers and sisters, have been built that way. They function better with their backs against the wall. But guess what? You don't. So the path I have for them isn't the path I have for you. What am I saying? What I'm saying is, don't you dare get out of the boat until God says, come. Don't you dare get into the marriage until God says, come. Don't you dare quit the job until God says, come. Don't you dare walk in the, the, the gifts of the ministry until God says, come. And don't you dare move until God says, come. Matthew 14, 29. It says, come, he said. Then Peter got out of the boat, walked on the water, and came towards Jesus. Verse 30. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid and beginning to sink, cried out, Lord, save me. So now we find Jesus, he, he, gives, permission, he gives Peter permission. He says, come. And I want you to catch this. It's because when Peter stepped out of the boat, the Bible says that as long as he kept his eyes on Jesus, he was able to walk on top of water. But then the text says that he saw the wind, and when he saw the wind, he began to sink. Here it is, declare victory. You see, Peter lost his balance all because Peter lost his focus. Can I say that again? Peter lost his balance because Peter lost his focus. I want you to realize something, and I want you to begin to really breathe this in and take this in, is because I want you to realize that Peter didn't lose vision because he could still see, but what Peter lost was focus. You see, Peter was looking at the wrong things and realized there's some people who are not stepping into their vision, not because they don't have vision, but they're not stepping into vision because they don't realize that vision requires strategic focus. 
You see, vision requires that you focus on certain parts of the vision in certain seasons so that the whole vision will be able to come to pass. So I submit to you on this morning that Peter lost focus. And he started looking at the wind, and he looked at the threat more than he looked at Jesus. Now watch this. Has anybody ever realized you don't really see wind? But what you really see is what wind is affecting around you. So in essence, Peter starts seeing how the wind was affecting the situation around him. He starts seeing how the winds of society is affecting everything around him, which caused him to lose focus. Starts seeing how it was affecting his loved ones, and he lost focus. He started seeing how it affected the economy, and he lost focus. He starts seeing how it was affecting his faith, and he lost focus, all because his focus was on the wrong And if you and I are ever going to live a life of purpose, then we've got to have focus. You cannot win looking at the effects of the wind. You cannot win looking at the effects of the wind because there are a lot of people who are at their breaking point, not because they don't have faith, but it's because they don't have focus. And focus is what helps you keep your faith because faith is elusive. Faith is episodic. Faith is temporary. Understand that you can be full of faith today and you can struggle with faith tomorrow because it's based on how you feed it and what you focus on. So here's my question to each and every last one of us. What are you focusing on the most this morning? What are you focusing on the most? Is it more of the bad news than it is the good news? If if so, then you are thinking. Is it more about the tweets rather than the truth? If it is, guess what? Then you are thinking. Is it more about the words of the devil versus than the words of our deliverer? And understand if this is the case, you are Seeking, because it's all based upon whatever you are focusing on the most. And understand that your life follows your eyes. Can I say that again? Your life follows your eyes. Your mood follows your eyes. Your attitude follows your eyes. Your peace follows your eyes. Your joy follows your eyes. So here's a working definition of focus that I want to share with you all. And this is just my own belief. It's that focus is selective attention. Focus is selective attention. What this means is that you hit a season where you say, I've got to be more selective about what I give my attention to because my attention is affecting my attitude and my attitude is impacting my altitude. So I've got to be strategic and selective. And whenever you are under pressure and the wind is blowing and you've got to believe God, 
understand, declare victory, you've got to be selective when it comes to what you give your attention to and who you listen to. Because you cannot have negative intake and expect positive outcomes. I can prove it because it's in Scripture. You don't believe me? Let's go to Philippians 4 and 8. Philippians 4 and 8. The Word of God says, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent and praiseworthy, guess what? Think about these things. This is declare victory what we call selective attention. Because what Paul is saying for us to do is make a conscious decision to pivot your attention from things that are breaking your focus. So Jesus had something that Peter didn't. This is why Peter was able to only walk short-term on the water, and Jesus was able to walk long-term because Peter lost focus. But as long as he looked to Jesus, he walked on the water. So as we prepare for, I want to open the line up to be able to allow those who did not say good morning to say good morning, and then we will move immediately after that into love, life, and victory and closing comments. I want to give you three things to help you develop what I like to call supernatural focus, because understand, I call it supernatural focus because it's going to take more than just willpower. It's going to take an intervention from God. But we have to uh, seek God, petition, and prayer to allow this supernatural focus in our lives. So the three things that will help us develop that is, number one, it comes through intercession. It comes through intercession. You see, Peter tried to do in public what Jesus did in private. Because before Jesus walked on water, what did he do? He prayed. Whenever you're under pressure, understand you cannot just pray the same old prayer that you've been praying all week. You have to pray different, differently. You need supernatural stamina. You need intercession that is being led from the Holy Ghost itself because prayer will give you supernatural stamina that you need to endure every wind, every storm, every situation that comes into your life. And you cannot have focus without prayer. Second thing that we need to do to help develop supernatural focus is identification. Identification. Because the text is clear that it was the wind that took Peter's focus or what the wind was actually impacting. And you have to know, our brothers and sisters, in today's time, you have to be conscious and know what is it that's taking or robbing you of your focus because you got to identify what that is so that you can avoid it. You got to figure out what's robbing you of your focus, what's robbing you of your faith, and when you identify it, stay away from it because there are some things you don't have to pray away if you would just make a conscious decision to just stay away. you got to know what's killing you. Then the third and the last thing in order to cover supernatural focus is that is insulation. Insulation. 
Because sometimes the things that steal your focus, you can't always eliminate it. So you've got to figure out, if I can't eliminate some of the family, God Almighty, mm, if I can't eliminate by walking off the job right now, because God ain't called me to walk on that water in regard, then how can I insulate myself when I can't eliminate it? How can I put something between me and that or me and them? Because even though I can't do away with them, maybe I have to limit then how much I talk to them and how much I allow them to have presence or space in my life. Because those type of situations and those type of people are nothing but the wind. And all they're doing is causing you to sink. So whatever you do, my brother and sister, understand that your forward movement is tied to your focus. And when you are focused, it will allow you not to drown in your circumstance, in your situation. It will allow you the power to walk on top of it effortlessly as you walk on water. Father, I thank you for your word on this day. I thank you, Lord God, that we not only be hearers, but we be doers. Lord, I pray that your word was able to meet, Lord God, each and every last one of us right where we are, and not only meet us, but elevate us, Lord God, to the place and the season where you now dwell, to the place where we can continue to have supernatural focus on you, Lord God. Father, we thank you that nothing happens without our focus, that, Lord God, our eyes determine so much. But, God, we make the decision on what we choose to focus on. So, Father, I thank you that as we come this morning, we intercede, Lord God, that we are lifting up in prayer, corporate prayer together, to do in public, Lord God, what we've already exercise in private. Lord God, I thank you that we identify, Lord God, what's robbing us of our faith, what's robbing us of our focus, and we make a conscious commitment to stay away from it. And Lord, I thank you that we also insulate, that Lord God, we put space between that, Lord God, which we cannot eliminate, but Lord God, we limit how much they have space in our lives because the wind is making us sink. Lord, I thank you for the testimonies that will come forth, I thank you for all the declarers that have come, those that will be coming. And I thank you, Lord God, that all those that are hearers but also doers of your word. Lord, will forever give your name all the glory, all of the honor, all of the praise. It's in your darling, matchless son, Jesus, saying we pray, amen. Amen. Well, at this point, uh, I'm going to ask if you all would unmute, and it is Men's Day. We're going to allow the men to come forth first, amen, to be able to say just in this section right now, we just want to say good morning. If you have not had an opportunity to say good morning, I would love to greet you, and we would love to greet you with warm pleasantry and love on this morning. So any men first that had not had the opportunity to say good morning, amen, and then we will move into love, life, and victory. Is there is there anybody? Yo, 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 yo. Good yo, morning. Yo, yo. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> Good, Good morning, morning, my brother. Uh, I just want to say hello. Uh, uh, hopefully, I'll get the comment early as I'm at work. But, man, of God, you preached today. That's all I'm going to say. 
God bless to you. God be, to God be the glory, brother. It's always great to hear from you as well. Anybody else? Anybody else want to say good morning? Good morning. This is Richard. Um, I really appreciate that. Is to me is you got to focus on God and focus in prayer and focus on the commandments. I really good morning, it. Richard. We really appreciate you for joining as well, Richard. Good morning, and thank you for joining. Anyone else? Anyone else want to get an opportunity to say good morning? Want to open it up now for everyone to say good morning. Men, women, children, anyone. Good morning, Mrs. I'm sorry, this was who again? Georgia. Georgia. Ah, good morning, Georgia. My favorite names. <laughs> Anyone else? Good morning, good Sister Lisa. Thank you for that word. Hey, hey. Good morning, Sister Lisa. Who's that? Who's that also? Good morning, Sister Tracy. Thank you so much for that word this morning. Have a great day, everybody. Good morning, Sister Tracy. You have an even better day today as well. Thank you for sharing. Anyone else? Good morning. Yes, good morning. This is Jubilant. That was a powerful word this morning. Everybody good have a good morning, Jubilant. Good morning. <laughs> Anyone else? Anyone else? Before morning, we move into love, life, and victory. Good morning, Ms. Rochelle. I just want to pass out the sanctuary cups of water so we can, you know, come back because that was so, so dope, so dope. Thank you for your word this morning. God bless you, Sister Rochelle. Thank you, as always, for everything. Anyone else? Good Good morning. morning. This is is Miss B. Awesome as usual. Thank you. Good morning, Ms. V. God bless you. Anyone else? Good, Good morning. morning. This is Prosperous. This is Prosperous Pam. Beautiful, beautiful message. God bless you, Prosperous Pam. Always good to hear from you. Anyone else? Good morning, Brother Dale. This is Al, man. I, I'm just waiting to get, get a test. But why am I, my, my, my? It's like you say, yummy, yummy, <laughs> yummy. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Brother Al, I thank you always for all. Everything that you do, man, I really appreciate and admire what God is doing in and through you. Anyone else? Good morning. This is Juanita. Good morning, Juanita. Good to hear from you as well. For the sake of time, when let's transition into love, life, and victory, uh, as well as any closing comments, we're going to ask if there's anyone that wants to share uh, on this morning, please do so. Bishop, Reverend, the good doctor, this is Tanya, not Tanya. My God, today. I'm so glad that I don't have to speak tomorrow. I would have called Natasha and said, forget it. It's a wrap. I'm not doing it. Oh, my God. I wanted to jump up and down. I wanted to run. I wanted to, because right now, oh, my God. I didn't focus. When they told me that was the topic, I was like, focus? What? Goodness, focus, Tanya, you got to focus so you can get the word. Oh, my God, you blessed my heart today. Um, I'm literally experiencing some of the sneak peeks that God has been showing me. I'm, they, I, I realize 
Um, I mean, Dion and I used to have this conversation. Oh, we've had it off and on. Is he not exposing us to this stuff just for nothing? I, mm-hmm. I think we're supposed to live here, not at a particular location, but but at a particular location, right? I'm not talking about a house either. And so to hear you say that, because um, you know me and Dion are a little different. We we. <laughs> <laughs> we just a little, just a little bit. Don't tell nobody I said that stuff, okay? I won't tell different. nobody. I love it. But to hear somebody that's, you know, a lot more sane than we are say that, oh, my God, I'm taking it and running with it. I'm so, uh, this really blessed my soul today. Thank you so much. And Tanya, not Tanya. I want to share with you, I, I was on the line yesterday. Unfortunately, I, I tried to stay as long as I could before I had to join a meeting. You blessed my socks off. Just the way that you're able to really communicate, again, when it comes to focus and even bridge how the business and strategically during the pandemic, they had to take a step back mm-hmm. and do the transition. Mm-hmm. Even with your husband, I felt that. Oh, my God, I felt it. Oh, thank you. Absolutely. I'm going back this weekend and finish listening because you truly blessed me. And I want you to know I almost, too, called Rochelle and said, can you move me to another day? Oh, So I want to thank you for the anointing (laughs) on your life. Thank you. I appreciate the time. Thank you. You, You're welcome. Anyone else? Good morning. This is Prosperous. I'll just jump in. Um, first, I want to uh, wish my mom a happy 87th birthday. Hallelujah. A lot of this because of the prayers of the saints on this call. Um, and then secondly, um, you know, I never recognized until you were reading the scripture that it said Peter saw the wind. I thought that was mm-hmm. really poignant right there um, because how can you see wind? So um, you said so many things. It just, I, I will be listening over and over and over again into your declaration uh, this morning. So have a blessed day, everyone. You do the same. Thank you as well, too, for your comments. Anyone else? Mr., 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 Pastor Darrell, agony of defeat. This is Dee Dee. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm laughing, but I'm silly, too. When you were talking about your falcons, though, and I thought about it, my heart. Leaped. I was like, I remember that game. Because listen here, I'm 46 years in a niner. You hear me what I say? <laughs> Niners. <laughs> so, so, no, when you were talking about it, I was like, and then you were there. Oh, my God. I but was what there. You said is, Man, how did you get home? How'd they get you home? <laughs> I, a lot of tears. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. Oh. But listen, I'm going to get you some uh a two-piece and a, a pepper soon. I'm going to get it to you. <laughs> ship, it, ship it to me because I'm still in recovery. I know you are. It's going to be greater later. But listen, that focus piece, and like my sister Dan said, whoo, our focus, man. Like he, he saw what the wind was doing around him, and that's what's yeah. going on, even in our prayer life. Because it's so much going on that we lose focus because we're distracted. There's some ADD, ADHD, whatever it is, with our prayers. You know what I mean? We be praying oh, yeah. and then, oh, there go our mouth. Oh, we praying, well, they're going to, no, focus. Focus yes. on what the word of God says. We get caught up. I know I do sometimes. 
because I know what his word says about the situation. So why am I looking over there? Or whatever, you know what I mean? So I appreciate that. And then this is what you got me with. What Man, when you said sometimes you can't pray it away, you got to stay away from it. And so that's what I've been yes. doing. I've been really protective of my peace, of what I say, of what I allow said to me. Because I used to be that person, even now I'm working on, I, I can't be there for everybody because I used to be that. Dun, 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 dun. So now I'm learning <laughs> to seek God and know it's good. I don't have to go or be for everything and go to, you know what I mean? It just for me, it's helping me protect my peace. So I love you. And I will be praying. I won't be praying for the the Falcons to have a better season, but I'm going to pray for your, your healing. In Jesus' name. <laughs> In Jesus' name. <laughs> Didi, thank you so much. And I pray your strength tonight also, Friday Night Live. Uh, just again, pray that God is going to move as he always does on the I, topic I of have, restored. No, that now, that's an old, um, and I have to say this because I've, I've hosted it for over eight years. And so it's just going mm-hmm. through some transition, get my focus back, mm-hmm. and it's going to come back even hotter. So no, no Friday Night Live tonight. Ooh. But you, you'll you have a notice of when we're back. Yeah. Awesome. So, yeah. Awesome. And um, just like I said this publicly, continue to pray for our Deborah Bubbly because she was one of the, the main people for the Friday Night Live call. So we just need her her strength to, to, to get stronger. That's it. Love you. Love you, too. Anyone else? Anyone else? Hey, Brother Darrell. Yeah, um, this is Brother Al, man. I, just, I appreciate you, man. You know, every time you come on, you bring something new and refreshing. And um, – I got notes everywhere, brother. Um, but what really one of the things I want to just share that stuck out with me was when you said God wants to use your exposure to other people to inspire. And I just look at myself I'm like, oh, my God, why you put me in this place? But I see why. Um, <laughs> it's, it's so evident because, you know, sometimes we can leave a mark or we can plant a seed and we won't see the results of that nurturing, you know, but it'll have to happen. So just like you're saying there, man, keep your eyes on the prize, you know. Your attitude attitude will determine your destination. That's fact. Yes, sir. (laughs) Thank you, Brother Al. I really appreciate that as well. Anyone else? Good morning, Pastor Belcher. um, Belcher, It's Rochelle again. Um, You said so much. Um, I think one of the things that hit kind of hard is actually, too, was probably about 15, probably about all six pages of my notes, but I'll just start with this. Um, it says, how are you managing your exposure? Why is God allowing you to see things, be in the room, um, to help you pursue? And then you talked about how the enemy will use that to intimidate you, but God will use that to it, use you for what, you know, you're growing into to inspire Fire you. Yeah. Oh, my God. When you talk about that, we can easily get so distracted by what somebody else is doing <laughs> rather than celebrate them and glean from the pour or the oil that's drop that's dropping that God allowance to be for us to be in the mix or connected to um, someone that is, I don't want to say gleaming. I just want to say that has, uh, you know, uh, uh, that God has shined on. Let's, let's just say that. Um, we don't i don't i don't take it lightly that i'm connected to um women and men that hold mantles um that are so their heart posture is definitely toward god that they seek god they chase god they do all the things that 
you know, God intends for them to do. And by all means, I'm standing under the umbrella, not looking any kind of way but to receive and help me to pursue and push. So you said so much, and we have to keep our eyes. Um, don't. It's like a baby that looks at their parent and then something comes in the room and they lose their focus and they look off um, and get distracted from the whole thing of, you know, what the the parent is saying or teaching or doing or the baby even breastfeeding. You know, it's it's a focus type thing. But you said so much. That's why I said, you know, give me a sanctuary cup of water because, you know, when things get hot, you got to come on out of there and, and go over there and stand by the water cooler and just stay in there for a minute. But, yeah, man, the God, you, you put it down today, and I totally appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you so much as well. And thank you for that insightful uh, insight that you were able to share also. Thank you for that. Anyone else? Anyone else? Well, if you stay away, you ain't got to pray that thing away. Look at here, God. I get sick of you. That's that That's that. Do- if you just stay away, some stuff you just ain't gonna have to pray away. Now listen, if that ain't the simplest wisdom, some stuff don't worry yourself. Just don't do that. <laughs> just don't do that. Do something else. Amen. Amen, man of God. Oh Jesus, you jealous? You you jealous behind your exposure? Now you you didn't got shown on, and you want to be a hater. Go, go, go let it get get on you so you can move around too. So you too can move around. Oh, <laughs> All right. Man. I'm done here, boss. So y'all see why I feel? Look, jealousy is the mismanagement of exposure. Oh, you don't find yourself mismanaging uh, uh, exposure. If they let you in the room, go glean what you need to glean. Sit down and have yes. Sit down and hush, and don't become a hater from somewhere you should be celebrating. So, look, as as the little kids say, Floyd can get on you. (laughs) (laughs) Dion, I tell you, girl, the anointing in your life is absolutely refreshing. I, I thank God for you. I was thinking about, and I won't call any names, but back in at, uh, Bell South, and we had our prayer group, and there was, you know, a certain individual who was dealing in witchcraft, and you called that spirit out immediately to stay away from that. <laughs> Better get away from that witch, honey. That's oh. a whole, you ain't tricking me, ma'am. I see you. Oh, my, my God. You did. You did. It just absolutely popped in my head vividly, and I am so grateful for you and your discernment. Amen. Thank you so Amen. much, sis. Love you, Paul. What else? I love you, too, dear. Pastor Belcher? <laughs> yes, ma'am. This is Miss B, better known as Barbara Cockrell. Every time you speak, you bless my heart. Um, thank you. Just thank you. Uh, you are such an anointed servant. Pass out your cash app number because this morning we need to bless you. I love you. Love you too. I am 
absolutely grateful for you. And thank you always because whether you realize it or not, we don't do it for the applause or anything that it should do it for the obedience. But I thank you that every time you are able to minister into me and even the notes that you send me, I look back on those when I have those seasons where my focus is trying to waver and it just really reminds me of the assignment and the people, you know, who are impacted. So I thank you so much again for for your words. I thank you also for your ministry that you were able to provide to me also. So um, I'm trying to get out of it, you know, or sometimes so uncomfortable, but my sisters say, man, you better stop that. So people need to sow because they need to sow in the good ground. So I don't say that I am, but I do say make sure whatever the declarer is and they bless you and you're led. So in their lives. So it is um, just my name, Daryl Belcher. Anyone else? Anyone else? Hmm? Someone had a comment? Beloved Barb, good morning, everybody. I thoroughly enjoyed your message this morning. And it just brings Psalms 91 to to the forefront of my mind. It's like we've got to, got to stay focused and keep our mind stayed on him. Because otherwise, it it would be very easy to lose it. I just see myself, it's like I want to be happy. And I am happy. I mean, God is so good to me. But just seeing the stuff that's going on around that wind you talking about, yeah, that <laughs> wind, I see it. I see mm-hmm. it. But I got to stay focused so I don't lose it. And I got to stay, you know, at peace and be happy as these things are going on and just focus on Psalms 91 and his goodness and what he has done for me. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, man of God. Now, I appreciate you so much. Thank you for, again, your insightful feedback. It is really much appreciated and received. Psalms 91. Got Anyone else? Anyone else? Oh, hey, Pastor Daryl. Amazing Hello. chair. Amazing, amazing chair. Christina Joy. So good, and I agree. Sometimes you don't have to pray it away. You just got to stay away, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, simple, but yet very profound. I'm trying to make sure I exercise it in my life. (laughs) Some places I just can't go. (laughs) That part, okay? (laughs) That part. (laughs) If if you stay away, some stuff you have to pray. Listen, I'm going to walk around. I'm going to walk around saying that randomly. That's going to be my correct weekend. Listen, you yeah, we need that on a T-shirt. We need that on a T-shirt, okay? Praise Jesus. That'll keep you saved there. <laughs> Amen. Anyone else? Anyone else? Just so humbled. I'm grateful for each and every last one of you all will be a part of such a powerful ministry. Dion, thank you as the visionary. Bring the vision. We just bring color inside of what God is already showing you. So I thank you for the opportunity to serve. I thank you to all the other declarers, the prayer warriors, facilitators, as well as to each and every person that is a part. So 
I can't say that enough. This is what helps us keep our focus. First thing in the morning that we should entertain, that we should feed our faith is in here in Declare Victory. So thank you all so much. Anyone else before we close out with fiction? All right. Father, I thank you right now for your word. I thank you for each and every individual that is on the line, Lord God. I even thank you for those that were ear hustling, Lord God, that may not have dialed in, but were listening in. Father, I thank you, Lord God, that we continue to keep our focus, Lord God, in order to accomplish that, which you have called us to do. Lord, I thank you that it takes more than willpower. It takes focus. And Lord God, if we could just stay away, then we don't have to pray it away, Lord God. So Father, I thank you that we continue to intercede, Lord God, continue in prayer, Lord God, that when we're under pressure, that we would continue, Lord God, to keep our focus in order to endure the wind. Lord God, I thank you for identification, Lord God, that you allow, Lord God, to allow us to discern what takes us, what robs us of our focus and our faith, and that we stay away from it, Lord God. And Lord, thirdly, Lord, I thank you for the insulation, Lord God, that even though we can eliminate it, that we can put distance, Lord God, between it and us, that, Lord, we determine how much space it occupies in our lives. And, Father, I thank you for this favor Friday. I pray, Lord's protection over the weekend. I pray, Lord God, for the people in uh, uh, in Hawaii, Lord God. I pray for those in Maui, the lives of the lost, those that are still struggling. I pray right now, Lord God, for even there's a baby in Georgia that delivered a baby, and because of doctors lost focus, that they caused the head to be decapitated, did not oh. even share the real news with the family. Father, I pray that you bring order the whole situation. I pray that you bring order to every situation. And, Lord, we will forever give your name all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. It's in your darling, matchless son, Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you all. Let's have a beautiful weekend. Keep your focus. And remember, if you stay away, you don't have to away. Man, Bless have a great you. weekend, everyone. Have a blessed Hey, everyone. Have Get on the side of the road. If you go on home. Hey, good day. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to bless you real good, but I'm going to need you to go on home to Lady Bless Belcher. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, man. God, thank you again. Love have you a blessed day. Declare victory. <laughs> you guys have a blessed weekend. Love you guys. Love you, girlfriend. Enjoy work. Oh, okay.